0: Nick and Corey in the
1: morning. What's going on, guys? It's the Nick and Corey in the morning pod, back at it with fifty first dates. Um Do you want me to give a little uh intro about the movie to the people who haven't watched it? If you haven't watched it, I'm kind of surprised.
0: Yeah, I love when you do them. You should okay. do that for all of them. Okay, moving forward, we'll
1: we'll do that for all of them because I've done it on like sporadically on a few here and there, but we'll we'll make it a thing where I do it every time now. Um, but yeah, so 50 First Dates stars Drew Barrymore and um Adam Sandler. It's about a girl, Drew Barrymore, who has short-term memory loss and she thinks that she's living the same day over and over again. Adam Sandler meets her at a diner and immediately like starts hitting on her and like they have a good like repertoire. And then eventually he realizes that she has short-term memory loss and that she doesn't remember him. And so every day. He makes it his job to make make her fall in love with him, basically. And it's a very sweet, romantic comedy starring these two. And yeah.
0: Did you just play with your volume? Because you got really quiet.
1: Right now I did.
0: Okay, you're back. You're back. You're back. It
1: might be, it might, it might be like me moving back and forth in my chair.
0: Probably that.
1: I'll make sure to just be like this, like on top of my mic.
0: Yeah, sorry. I don't mean to like, you know be all like it, talking to the microphone, but you, you it know. is a,
1: it's for our listening audience. Right. I mean, moving forward. I will, I will, I won't do that. Yeah. But did the, did it, did it sound all right with the. Talking about the movie, the intro.
0: Oh yes, 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 of course.
1: Cool. cool. cool, cool.
0: I'm actually going to louder you a teensy bit on my end because. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. Okay. So yeah, that was a good synopsis, as always. Um one thing I want to just get off my chest right away. First of all, this was the first Adam Sandler movie I'd ever seen. Fun fact. I don't remember huh. how old I was, but it was on TV the one day. And sure. I sat there and watched it in its entirety. I was like, that was that was awesome. I was like eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like, this like that was great. Like movies are awesome. Um, but I so I had I think I told you this Corey I had never seen like the very 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 beginning of the movie yeah like I've watched this movie probably 20 times and every single time I've called it like just after the first commercial break Mm -hmm. or like just before the first commercial break so I missed like the beginning scene of all these different women talking about like you know being with Adam Sandler's character in Hawaii,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't realize he was a fuckboy.
1: Oh, he got around.
0: Like, he's just Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother, Neil Patrick Harris's character. Mm-hmm.
1: I do think it's funny that, like, Adam Sandler isn't, like, the definition of male beauty, I would say. No. And it, it's just really funny how he, like, a lot of the times in his movies, he's, like, either a stud or like whoever he's trying to date whoever he's has this romance with in his movies it's always like one of the most attractive women in hollywood like not not even taking this movie it's like like jennifer aniston in uh just go with it or like you know it's like it's always like an attractive female movie star
0: there's there are quite a few with jennifer aniston i think there's Gosh I would love to count probably like six or seven total really? between Drew Barrymore or Jennifer Aniston.
1: Those are his two, I
0: mean, yeah, I poor Jackie Sandworth probably gotta ask herself like
1: <laughs> Is my husband just into them. He's writing a lot of kissing scenes into these movies. I don't know if uh hmm.
0: yeah, and it's it's always the same too, like huh. yeah. Like, that's got to be, I don't know. It's probably got to be weird for his kids' parties because you know he invites all of them. Oh, for sure. And it's like, hey, uh, these are, you know, all three of my wives here at once. Ha ha, isn't that funny? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, buddy, God. chill out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I just, I didn't realize how much just like he was just a fuck boy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't what's weird is I don't think that's critical to the plot either like you don't need to know that moving no. forward because he doesn't act like it at all throughout the rest of the movie
0: no and maybe that's the point point. It's just like how much one person can quickly um, you know change how you act and your actions towards not just women but like in general you know mm-hmm. like he went from being this you know Player. I'll yeah I'll do whatever I got I, I'll use all these cheap tricks to get with you know all these different women here on vacation to I'm spending every minute of every day trying to make this girl fall in love with me over and over and over and over again you know kind of neglecting his work and neglecting Rob Schneider's character maybe a little bit because that was just like every day. You know, he would go to the diner every day to talk to her, mm-hmm. and then he would stop her on the road every day. Yeah. And granted, he was using a lot of those similar cheap tricks, but it was, it wasn't the same, you know? It was like...
1: Towards the end, like, the last couple was just, like, they're just very genuine. Like, him being himself more so, rather than relying on the, the tricks and stuff, and, like, talking about her pancake or waffle houses that she was making and stuff like that, trying to get in, but...
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, can you, first of all, can you hear the piano? I cannot. Okay, Max is playing That's What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction on the piano. Of course he is. Um, and his room is right next to mine. I just wasn't sure if you could hear uh-huh. it or not.
1: No, I can't, but that I would have started laughing as soon as I heard it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, uh you want to talk about Rob Schneider? Because you gotta have oh one of Sandor's boys,
1: but he's yeah. yeah, um
0: in a Sandor movie. Rob
1: Schneider's character I never really know what to think of Rob Schneider's characters in any of the Happy Gilmore movies because they're always like the weirdest, like they have like they always have something that make him like stand out from the other guys. Like in grown ups, he's just like the weird short guy with the toupee. That's like his whole character.
0: They never let him be a normie. They never,
1: never at any point. And this is not like this movie is does not change that pattern. He's like a crazy Hawaiian who has like a dead eye and like And that's his good eye. That's yeah. He made made a point of saying that was his he he swims with sharks and thinks that they're misunderstood, but at the same time gets bitten by sharks all the time. <laughs> I don't know. He he's a weird person. I think his comedic timing in the movie is good. Like he does have some funny jokes and whatnot, but I don't know. He he's just an oddball.
0: Yeah, he I mean, he definitely is an oddball. I will say you were talking about his comedic timing. There were several times where, um, you know, I I was watching this movie at work and I was getting a little like, oh, man, like this is, you know, this is heavy. This is hot and heavy. It's getting a little emotional. And then, you know, whenever I got a little caught up in, you know, thinking about that and whatnot, Rob Schneider would appear It'd be another, you know, Sandor and Schneider, something stupid scene to like, you know, remind you, this is a happy Madison movie it's lighthearted it's bullshit it's supposed to be funny specifically the scene i was thinking of was when um he's doing flips off the dock with his kids mm-hmm. and he's all like you guys gotta help me find my balls mm-hmm. that's a good like, one yeah it was like all right like that was really good timing i believe yeah. that might have been right after she had broken up with him
1: yeah. Something,
0: something around so that she's going to forget him. Yeah. yeah. Or like right after the proposal, like something like, it, you know, it was around then mm-hmm. um, and it was just like very good timing to remind you like, hey, this isn't supposed to be like a real heavy romantic story that you should be feeling down. Like this is a stupid Sandor movie. Right. Um, and the other staple to, you know, uh, Happy Madison movies he had the the what was it the walrus or whatever throwing up on the assistant stage? Oh face. god. Which okay like, first of all, talk about a character that could not exist today? No. Because like all the jokes at the, there... Yeah. He looks all like the, a guy. Yeah, That's all, all, all the, jokes. the jokes are is this a male or a female? We don't know. Yeah. Would not fly today. The walrus.
1: I don't know. I don't know what it is about like leaning on like the throwing up jokes, but like this one I remember being like, All right, that's enough. Or like when he goes, check the pool temperature, like the check the water temperature at the beginning when the the walrus is like not feeling okay, and she just like jumps into the pool. Mm -hmm. And he's like, There's a Yep. I was like, All right, this is so extra.
0: Yeah, it's uh you know, you had your your staples, your tropes. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, go on.
1: I was just going to say, uh, I do think, like, both... I This is, like, a movie that when I watch it, I just, like, this is awesome. Like, I do think it's very, like, cool to watch. And, like, I don't really get bored of it, even though I've seen it, like, multiple times. Like, I know that, like... You know, it's like a love story movie where, like, they they fall for each other and they live happily ever after kind of thing. Um, I did this time watch it, picked up on things that just didn't make as much sense as other times I watched it. Um, the one thing specifically has to do with just, like, the whole premise of Drew Barrymore having short-term memory loss. And she her thinking that every day is the Sunday before her and her dad go and get the uh, pineapple or whatever. Which, you know, interesting plot point that like we're going to get a pineapple. That's how she gets her uh her injury. It's a car accident because they went out of the way to go get a pineapple. But um she thinks every day is Sunday, or like she thinks it's that same Sunday every day. So they have multiple copies of the same newspaper. He goes they go through her dad and her brother go through the effort of like repainting their shed every day, having a VHS copy of the um vikings game so they can watch it with her like they they, they're meticulous like they do all these things all the time what i think is funny is thinking about like you know on a weekday at the diner and someone is showing up for like breakfast or something and they're like oh gotta go to work and it's like sunday what do you mean go to work i like imagining that
0: right there are a lot of those little things where it's like i don't know if that would fly you know, you kind of get a pass with like the weather because you're in Hawaii, Hawaii and that winter. Yeah. But like there are so many little things where like you would have somebody ruin that for you. Which th- no, you go.
1: Well, I was gonna say that they do point out like that she has bad days, like that's something that will happen that does happen eventually. Like the way she found out was the the random newspaper that she saw, or getting like the ticket from yep. the police officer. And it's like I guess that did show that like, you know, there are some days and we didn't see them that uh, she does realize early on that she has been living the same day over and over again. But um, it was just funny to think about like that all the time Adam Sandler sees her that she doesn't really make that realization to that one time.
0: Yeah, that's true. You would think those like bad days air quotes around bad days mm-hmm. for those that can't see us um, would happen more often. You know, just because there's so many things that could go wrong. Like something as simple as like traffic, you know, like uh, it sure it's busy for a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Everyone's going to work.
1: Right, right.
0: um Stuff like that. You know, a TV that could be on in the diner or TV on anywhere that, you know, she goes saying yeah. something. Walking past people and hearing them having a conversation about something that's, you know, so, not this specific Sunday in two thousand four,
1: right? Do you
0: 30, that whatever.
1: Donald Trump got elected president. It's like, wait a second, right,
0: exactly. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Yeah, or like hearing, hearing like songs, you know.
1: Yeah. Like never, never heard this song before. What do you yeah. mean? It's been out for a whole year. It's like,
0: oh, yeah. You know, t- t- all sorts of pop culture stuff. Mm-hmm. People dying, people being, you know, having kids, like
1: Yeah. Oh my (laughs) goodness. There's that scene when it was the first time that she had been she had watched the tape and she's seeing like her old friends and stuff. And it's like seeing where they are now, and like some of them have kids, and then then it's like, Oh, I'm so happy that you got the sex change operation. And it's like it's like just like the one of Adam Sandler's guys, I forget what his name is, but he has like the deeper voice, and he's just like, Oh, thank
0: you. Oh, name. was it? Um. It sounds like there's some commotion going on outside my door. I hope everything's okay. Hmm. Um. The the dude that pepper sprays himself and grown ups too.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: But the, yeah, I can't remember. I his don't remember name. his name at all. But yeah, um. And Maya Rudolph, too. That's when she was talking to Maya Rudolph, right? Yeah. She made her brief cameo. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I
1: did not remember that. But yeah, she is in this.
0: another, Another Sandor staple. SNL alum. Right.
1: Another. The amount of references in this movie, too, kind of surprised me. Like, to other Happy Madison properties.
0: Yeah, I think the two of us. I think it was you I had talked about. When they all go golfing and they're all imitating yeah. you know, the Happy Gilmore swing. Uh-huh. And um, Adam Sandor says, like, that's like the dumbest swing, or that's the worst swing I've ever seen, something like that.
1: I actually wrote it down because I thought it was kind of funny. He goes, That is the craziest looking swing.
0: Yep, there it was we go.
1: Is because Rob Schneider had done it and he just whiffed super hard on the ball.
0: Yep. And then oh. all the all the kids did it and hit like Surrounded the pin
1: bombs. Yeah, yeah. I
0: yeah. just had written down stupidest swing, <laughs> Happy more reference.
1: Yeah. Um, I did mention this before. There's actually there's two references that I picked up on. It was that one, and then another one that I don't think you would have gotten.
0: Hit me with it.
1: It was just because you. I don't think you have seen this movie yet. Um, I actually, I in fact know that you haven't seen this movie yet. Um, Big Daddy. No. So, Tommy Boy.
0: Tom, I have not seen Tommy Boy. It's a movie that stars Chris
1: Farley and David Spade. And uh, when they go to the um, Memory Institute and talk to Dan Aykroyd's character, he gives more information about the Institute and like what they do there. And it's called Callahan Institute. And it's funded by uh, the... T.B. Callahan from the Sandusky Callahan Automotive Company. Tommy Boy is about uh, so his and his name is Tommy Callahan, and he's the son of Callahan, the guy who owns the Callahan Automotive Company. And his the whole premise of the movie is he's trying to make sure that his company stays afloat, and they make sure that they get like enough um, clients so they can keep paying their workers and stuff like that, and It's weird. It was weird that they referenced like this is how the Institute gets brought up is that Chris Farley's character is like helping fund the Institute by raising money for it. And it's named after him because he raised so much money for this Institute. Um, Every like the fact that said that they talked about Sandusky, whereas where the um, automotive company was in the movie and like where a lot of things happen. um, That was very funny.
0: Huh.
1: Ca- yeah i mean me off I,
0: what what was that caught me
1: off guard it caught me off guard
0: yeah i i I just haven't seen tommy boy yet mm-hmm. keyword yet so that one went over my head mm-hmm. but that's awesome those are the things that i love where like you know all those movies do connect like they hide those little little nods yeah like um and little Nikki isn't uh carl weathers character from happy gilmore
1: oh oh uh, Jubs. Yeah, yeah he's in heaven Yep. also the fucking oh my god what's it rob schneider's character from the water boys and little nicky too the
0: you can do you it you can do Get it his fucking head off. Yep. <laughs> yeah yeah that's right he was also in um the longest yard i believe
1: yeah i think he was as well
0: i heard a story about that he just showed up on set to visit him see how things were going uh-huh. And he was like, Hey, like you're gonna do the water boy thing again. Like you yeah, can like, do that, you can do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Like his friends just show up, like, hey man, how's it going? It's like you're in the movie.
1: Guess what? Just because you came to say hi, you're in the movie.
0: Yep. I love it. I really do.
1: Um uh-huh. You have is there something you wanted to add? No, you can go. I was gonna bring up this is like the last of my notes. Um a character that has not been brought up yet, but I think we have to talk about. Uh oh. Talk, talk about the Calhan Institute is a 10 second Tom. Yep, that's
0: what I was gonna bring up.
1: Oh my god, his character is so so funny. Like the way they introduce like the short-term memory loss and how like extreme it can be through this character. Just hi, I'm Tom. Going down the road getting everyone's name and then immediately just forgetting everybody.
0: Hi, I'm Tom. So, the thing with 10 Second Tom, if you have not seen this movie, his short term memory loss is so bad that every 10 seconds, his memory resets. And so, uh, I just missed a phone call. Um, anyway, every 10 seconds, like it resets. So, he doesn't remember meeting these people or where he's at or anything. He's just kind of hanging out. And one of, he's probably my favorite Adam Sandor character ever. So funny. And a line that has lived in my head since the first time I watched this movie and I thought it was hilarious was when Adam Sandor whispers to 10 Second Tom about, I believe his name is Doug. Oh, Sam, um, yeah. Samwise Yeah. He's like, you're a little old to be having wet dreams, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I thought that was so fucking funny the first time I saw this movie and they've just been living in my head ever since. Mm-hmm. Dude,
1: I forget how many funny things there are with Doug and like his constant like him taking roids and him being on the juice and like talking about like his anger and like working out. I forgot how many of those there were in this movie and like how funny they were whenever they were brought up.
0: Yeah, There were a lot. And his his lisp was like, oh, borderline offensive. Yes, it is. But that did not mean I was not laughing. Yep. That was again, something I don't know if you could get away with doing today. Yeah, I mean, you, you probably could. But like people were trying to cancel the movie because of it.
1: I do think this is very of its time. Like. It's in that perfect realm of like, you can enjoy it and not feel bad, but at the same time, like, do you think this could ever happen again?
0: Probably not. Probably not, no. But we appreciate that it did happen. Is there anything else you want to say about Tom? Sorry, mm-hmm. I kind of hijacked that.
1: Other than he was the best character in the whole movie. <laughs> uh, other than he was just really funny, and I just wanted to bring him up because I thought he was a really cool character. No, that's all I got.
0: I I agree. He was pretty awesome. I have a few other things written down. Um, mm-hmm. i like we're at like the 22 minute mark right now. So we're actually, you know, we're making pretty good time. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I can't find. Throwing up, throwing up, stupid swing, Barney, Doug's lisp. Oh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah, we, we briefly mentioned him. Mm. Uh, I just like, I hadn't seen him in a movie that I watched since I watched Trading Places in 2015. Oh my God. Yeah. So I was just like, I was just excited to see him.
1: Oh, my God. When was the last time I saw Dan Aykroyd in a movie? I mean, his most famous is being in Ghostbusters. But other than that, like oh. I don't know what.
0: You know what? I have watched Ghostbusters more recently, but like that movie is older
1: than Trading Places, I dare say.
0: Well, oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just mean like the last time I had watched a movie with him in it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, I think the last time I saw a movie with um, Dan Aykroyd in it was Christmas with the Cranks, where he's the uh, HOA. He's the HOA guy. Don't. You don't like that
0: movie, right? Uh, It's it's one of my yeah another time another time. I did not like it. Okay, fair enough. I would I would rather watch the Santa Claus movies. I like them. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd was in it, and that was just cool. He had that joke about him having the largest um penis penis that was like really well written you know that was
1: really really funny
0: yeah like dick jokes can be forced this was clever mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. really clever
1: yeah
0: uh exa-
1: you got the joke
0: yeah i um i believe it was walruses have the second largest penises out of all mammals which like isn't true because a whale unless walruses have bigger dicks i don't know Right. I don't
1: know how that's possible.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It, anyway, we shouldn't be Nit-picking. worrying about these details. And someone oh. says, who has the first? And he goes, me. <laughs> yeah. And it was fucking Very hysterical. I, I watched this movie at work because there was nobody else on my floor. So, you know, I can watch things and laugh and not feel bad. Mm. I was cracking up. Like, thank God there was nobody else there.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a funny joke.
0: Yeah. I, uh... I'm looking at my notes. I don't think I have anything else written down.
1: Yeah. I, I will say Dan Aykroyd, um, he's a funny actor. I wish I saw him in more things. Like, I wish he was more... Um. You don't really see a movie where it's like he's a tagline of one of the characters that's in the movie, unless it's like Ghostbusters.
0: That's true, and even Ghostbusters, it's like Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. You know, like it's, right, right. Or um, you know, Blues Brothers is Dan Aykroyd and John Bellucci. Right, know, tr- trading places, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Like mm-hmm. He's never really the standalone guy.
1: Right. I wish he. I wish he had that same.
0: I agree. Ending. I agree cuz he is funny. He's kind of a, a crazy person but he is funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, oh, sure. One thing I feel like we haven't really talked much about like the movie itself like
1: yeah. Okay.
0: It's just like I I'm trying to find like the right words cuz like it's a rom-com that like mm-hmm. you can easily just be like uh it's just another rom-com whatever but something about it is just like so endearing you know
1: the way the reason why i like look i look forward to watching this movie like i was just like yeah I'll, i I can't wait to watch 50 first dates uh it's because it's one of the few romantic comedies i actually enjoy watching it's not like i'm a big i, I don't really like romantic comedies i think they're kind of cheesy and i, I don't know it's just it doesn't I don't, I'm not as entertained watching them as I would be like just a normal comedy or like an action movie or something. But this is, this is the, like the exception to the rule. I do think it's a very, I think it's a well made movie where it feels very genuine. The acting is very well done. I do think that the characters have really good chemistry. And I think that's maybe like part of the reason why Drew Barrymore and Adam Stanley get paired up a lot of times is because they do have good chemistry. Um, their relationship feels real. And it's like a legit thing that progresses throughout the movie, and it grows, and it becomes more of a. You get to see it happen,
0: which is cool. Def- definitely, and like you, you really are rooting for both of them the whole time. You know, like there, there are movies like Five Hundred Days of Summer, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and. Um, I Hate that movie, Zoe Deschanel. I cannot stand that movie. I, that. I famously um, went off about how much I did not like that movie. In my senior year health class, we watched it and quick story, we got done and the teacher was like, all right, so what did everyone think? And nobody said anything for like 10 seconds. And she was like, anybody? And then like another few seconds went by and I just yelled out, I thought it was shit. Mm. And uh, she was like, okay, uh, tell us why, Nick. And I just went off for like five minutes and nobody spoke after me. Maybe because they were afraid of me, or maybe because they were, like, you, high schoolers. I don't know.
1: You alpha would the room.
0: I, I think I alpha the room, but I just went on and on about how much I did not like that movie. But anyway, like, you don't, like, part of it is because you know, like, it doesn't end up working. But right. even even then, like, you're not rooting for them to be together. Like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is whiny. Uh, Zoe Deschanel's character just, like, sucks. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's never like I'm hoping these two figure it out. I hope they end up together.
1: It's people really like consider that movie really good too. But I don't think they're. It's just not enjoyable. It's not as like fun to watch.
0: No, not not at all. I. I don't think it's there's also that weird opening dance number yeah. I can't think of what song it is. But it's like just out of the blue. Not out of the blue because it's in the beginning, but it was just a musical for a hot sec. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's dancing in the streets with everyone.
1: Another movie that's like that is uh, La La Land.
0: I haven't seen that yet. It,
1: I didn't like it as much, but I think it tells a better story than 50 for, or 500 Days of Summer where it's like, it it does end on a, like a sour note where it's like you know they, they don't actually spoiler alert sorry okay.
0: uh, I'll get over it
1: ah I shouldn't even say anything now I feel like a dun dummy I shouldn't have said anything at all but uh there's a lot of musical moments in it like music scenes where they're dancing and singing and uh it tells like a similar story I'll say
0: okay Well, I'll have to add that to the list. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to add it to the list. Mm -hmm. And you can go off about it.
1: Yeah, well, you do 500 Days of Summer and then I'll do La La Land. Uh, uh, That would mean we have to watch 500 Days of Summer and La 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 Land again. So I don't know if we want to do that.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that close together. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I don't. I still need, like... Another seven years before I can withstand five hundred days of summer again. It was yeah. pulling teeth to get me to watch New Girl because I still wasn't Zooey over <laughs> But yeah. I watched it and I liked it a lot. So mm-hmm. I don't know, um, dude. I think I might be in love with Drew Barrymore, and maybe that's why I like this movie so much. Because like I every think- every time she just speaks, I'm just like, ah. Oh,
1: I do like her a lot. Um, the first, So, like, the first time I'd seen an Adam Sandler movie was The Wedding Singer. Okay. Where she's also the um, romantic interest. And uh, I do like that movie a lot. I just don't really think about it as often as I would maybe, like, *51st Dates or, like, other Adam Sandler movies because it is, like, the first, like, big one he did. But I do think of that movie fondly. Like, I like... Um, Drew Barrymore in it. I like how young they are. I like how Adam Sandler can actually, like, sing. He mm-hmm. actually is a singer and a musician and knows how to play guitar and stuff.
0: Right, yeah, he shows off his talent. Right. Yeah, that is a movie that does not get recognized enough, and it is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Comedy Central shows it all the time. All the time. Yeah, I love watching it on there.
1: Uh, uh, Billy Idol.
0: It does. He he beats up that one guy. Yeah, he does. I can't think of his name, but he... he you know he pushes him, or he pushes the cart into him. Yeah,
1: the guy who eats uh shit for breakfast.
0: Yeah, you eat shit for breakfast,
1: Peter McGavin.
0: Yeah. Yup. Yup. <laughs> we, we gotta watch that movie.
1: Yeah, it's a good one.
0: Uh, maybe I'll watch that when we're done, just okay. for, just to laugh, just for shits and gigs. <laughs> yeah, just watch it while I'm in bed mm-hmm. making dinner or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I have not given this movie justice.
1: It Fifty First Dates is like it is. It has its moments of just being like very, really romantically cheesy. Like things have to happen. Like characters have to like fall in love, and eventually, there's like the the part where they break up or they're not they're not gonna see each other anymore. And then like she remembers him. She like sings a song. She drew the portraits of him like so some part of her does remember him Mm -hmm. and I I like how they make it work it's just so sincere that's the thing that I think that's the thing that stands out the most in my head about the movie is it feels real like it feels even though it's like a made-up plot like it has this this contrivance where Drew Barrymore has short-term memory loss it feels like it could happen it feels like I'm watching two real characters have these moments and it feels real
0: Yeah that might be right you know I for me personally like I I really felt like you know it reminded me of when you when you do meet someone that like you just so quickly become so fond of that you are willing to do anything and everything and it's just you know so genuine so much like this is all that matters and like it never felt like overplayed or like unrealistic like it just felt like I really like you and I'm just like I'll like I'm gonna make changes in my life so that way this can work and those changes being like you know he can't necessarily or he has he has to bring her with her on this boat trip which like mm-hmm. is probably preferred anyway to have your you know your loved ones with you but like just has to make adjustments to his everyday life and like i don't care like these are just sacrifices you make because that's how you know that's how you feel. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought it was really cool that the dad was on the boat too.
0: Yeah. A little like, weird sometimes. Uh, honestly, I,
1: I when you think about it too, it's just like maybe they just don't like get it on on the boat. You know, maybe. I I feel like that'd be awkward cuz it's so close, but I thought it was I think the dad character is really like sweet as well, like he has the tough exterior, but he does care a lot and feels like really guilty about like what happened to his daughter and it feels he feels like a legit like approving dad where it's yeah. like i I approve of your relationship kind of thing, but I'm still a hard ass
0: right I agree he's coach buzzer right yeah he is and the gym teacher in community i I think he's
1: also the assistant coach in the water boy the one who doesn't speak english
0: you might be right about that i, I think you're correct <laughs> wow that movie could not be made now no yeah that's wildly offensive
1: dr Extreme takes no mercy
0: but hey it's a great movie mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm all out for 51st uh, states. You got anything else you want to add?
1: Um, not that I can think of.
0: All right, you want to get into ratings? I would love to. Okay, have at it.
1: All right, I. Do you remember what I gave Death of the Nile?
0: Um, we haven't watched that movie yet. No. For- uh 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 uh, 70 it
1: was 70 something right yeah like 78 was it lower than that
0: if if max is right here i'm gonna ask him really quick okay hold on Full time
1: momentary break while we we get a a coach's decision on this one um but yeah for for our listening audiences uh in the Future, where we're posting Death and the Nile, we watched it with our other friend, Max, and um, we, we we recorded it right after we saw that movie just because we wanted Max to be there and talk about it, and it just felt right to do it like right after the movie came out. But since we got backlogged... Uh,
0: it, okay. Not really okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. So, first of all, I apologize if you could hear Legends' RCS while my door was open. Um, I-, I just spoke to max he said it was higher than a 71 he thinks like a 79 maybe
1: okay i feel like that's maybe too high in retrospect now
0: yeah i agree but i think
1: i think it's okay if i were to give like a different change to that score it may be like a 70 like a 72
0: we can 71. do that we can do that let me write that down so i remember yeah. to adjust on the spreadsheet it
1: is a little lower in my head now that i've had enough time to like think about it but I think I would give 50 First Dates like a 78. It's really high. Or like a, it is a by the books movie. I have the same feelings every time I watch it. I could watch it again. But will I go out of my way to watch it? I don't know. It's one of those movies that I do really enjoy. But I don't know if, it, if it'll go on like the list of like the top 10 or like top 50. You know, it's it's up there. But I don't know if it's, like, super high on my list.
0: Right. I, I think that's really fair. It's a movie that I don't know how often I'll put on on my own, but I will never turn it off if I see it. Sure. Uh, you said 79, right?
1: 79.
0: 79. So That is what you said?
1: That is what I said.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I'm right around there with you. I think I'm going to give it an 81. Um really it's you know it's one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies so I am very fond of and like I said like it's just a movie that if I see it's on I am I am watching it from whatever point it's at and you know it's you know it's going to make me laugh it's going to make me happy it's going to make me sad like and I'm just going to enjoy it you know I'm just going to enjoy it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's an enjoyable movie
0: absolutely Every time. Um, I think that's all. That's all I have. That's all you got, Corey? That's all I got. All right. That concludes part two of this four-part marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, um, yeah, we've, we already did Death of the Nile. So all we have left now to record on our end is Knives Out. Um, but if you're listening to this, don't skip Death of the Nile. Listen to that right now right it's actually
1: okay to the unbiased version of me coming out here i do genuinely think that's the best one we've done so far it made me it's the one that made me laugh the hardest and also the one that like i had the most fun recording um even though i don't think that movie is super great or anything like it's i think it's very passable like it's just a very average movie it that is like a really good review highly recommend
0: i agree i think we i think we talked a lot about it i'm also glad we watched that before i watched knives out i'm very happy about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh i think it was fun you know spoiler alert for something that you started listening to already about a minute ago when i told you to we had a guest on and i think you know it was it was very fun it was goofy and yeah you know. very good i think we we hit a lot of good points yeah Um, So go listen to that, and then when you're done that, we'll see you over at our Knives Out review, which, a little bit of a teaser, it's getting a big fucking number. Big number. Big number. Um, Until then, hope everybody enjoyed, as always, and uh, I'll I'll see see you, man. man.